Hey there, I hope you and your loved ones are doing well. It's Sarah, shocker. And I'm here to talk about something that's been really, like, eerily, not maybe not eerily, but, like, often reoccurring, like, a subject in my life lately, and it's been imposter syndrome. So, for, if you don't know what that is, first off, lucky you, second off, I'm sorry if I'm about to tell you, and by me telling you, you then realize you have it. Regardless, let's get into it. Imposter syndrome is an internal experience, by definition, believing that you are not as competent as other people think. Um, In my mind, it's like I'm at a meeting and I'm like, I don't deserve to be here. Um, Once I was on a podcast um, about accounting, which is the type of career I'm in, and I guess I had done things that were like advanced or like it wasn't the way normal people did it and whatever. And like, I remember sitting there and being like, so what? Like, I really didn't deserve it. I didn't deserve the great job I earned. I didn't deserve the degree I have. Like it just, it, that's kind of how it is. Um, the, uh, that came up lately. Um, I recently started a new job and I'm always like, I never deserve to be where I, where I am. Um, and then like my fiance had hung up my, um, so I have a, I'll go into it more, but I have two degrees, and they hung them up for me. Um, they've been in frames for years. And my friend and I were like, yeah, like, we forget to talk about or recognize, like, how much we actually did. We all have worked so hard for talent in a field or a degree or anything like that, and it's so easy to just write it all off. Um, so I figured it's a good thing to talk about. Let me preface this a little more for you. Um, I feel like... Most of our lives, if you're in the same age range as me, before or after, I think this applies to everyone. Um, life was always focused on a career. Um, it was always, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or you're going to go to college one day. You're going to be the first in the family. Or, well, you can always do more, you know? Um, I remember, like, growing up, like, that was one of the quirky, fun things that, like, parents used to like ask their kids or teachers would ask their kids like their students to like show off for like parent teacher conference night like I remember I used to want to be a singer a marine biologist a bicyclist (laughs) the list goes on but um it's always been oh what do you want to do not who do you want to be like what makes you happy kind of things it's always about a career because capitalism um anyways um I mean like you're gonna go to college one day like I remember always being like told that or like Um, I wasn't the first in my family, but I know a lot of people, um, that I went to school with always had the pressure of being, like, the first one in the family to graduate, or, like, the last quote I referenced was, like, you can always do more, you know, like, I remember growing up, like, I'd finish my homework, and my dad was, like, so what else can you do? Like, don't go relax and, like, do TV, like, your worth is measured in productivity, which is a very common thing, um, and then every time we graduated, uh, I'm calling it a level because I don't know what else to call it, but um, <laughs> like we graduated a level like elementary school, primary school, um, middle school, high school, like there's always something else and it's always, okay, after elementary, you're going to middle school, after middle school, high school, high school, you have to go to college or else like you hit the real world. And we were always kind of told that this real world was this thing that was coming and it was this dreaded thing and like we had to be prepared but like I was never prepared for it 
I was never taught any practical skills to prepare for this real world thing. Um, so, like, it was, like, go into the real world and be successful. So, um, yeah. But, like, no matter where you're at in life, it was always this, what's next? Okay, great, you did this. It was just a box to check off on your way down to this dreaded thing called the real world. Um, it was never, oh, you're in high school. Like, I mean, of course, like, my parents are like, oh, you're in high school. Go have fun. Like, enjoy this, blah, blah. But, like, at the end of the day, when it came down to, like, my life, it was, okay, high school is the means to college. Like, I was taken out of, like public school to get put into Catholic private school so that way I could get a better likelihood of getting like middle school to get into a better high school because apparently better high school matters um and then getting into better high school and then getting into better colleges and like all this stuff everything had to be better and everything had to be next and next whether it was your freshman year like it was immediately like okay you need to prepare for this next thing then you get to college and it's okay start preparing for an internship and it's like I just started college, which all most colleges require, like, gen ed. So, like, I maybe took one accounting class. What are you expecting me to get as a freshman accounting student as an internship? Like, I don't know accounting. (laughs) But it caused us to be so focused on the forward that, like, we were never really appreciative of what we had. Like, I still think about it even now. Like, right now I am a 24-year-old woman that is engaged to a wonderful person planning a wedding, we bought a house, we have the dogs, and I'm always looking ahead of, oh, okay, what about kids? Oh, do I go for a doctorate? Oh, do I do this? And I struggle to enjoy right now. Like, I feel like we were so force-fed. What's next? What's next? Focus on what's next. And then it's like, the real world has been around us the whole time, and it's the, that's our life. And I think it hits everyone at a different point in their life. Um, imposter syndrome definitely happened, like, after my overachiever phase, I'd have to say. Like, I always thought I was an overachiever growing up, like, but I, I wasn't. Because um, <laughs> I think everyone has a moment that they realize, like, when was, like, oh, okay, I, I know I earned to graduate elementary school. I can count two. Um, like, I know I can graduate middle school because I did this. I know I could graduate high school because I got a B in all of these classes that they told me I had to get a B in. And then, like, college comes... And this is the only time in our career that you are taught something for a job. Like, high school is like a memorize and forget it type of thing. Like, same for all the lower grades. Like, it's not a lot of practical skills. Like, it's taught memorize and forget it. And then you go to college and it's like, no, I actually have to learn this stuff because I'm hoping to go into a career that is related to what I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and years of schooling for. But... For me, I definitely would have to say it was right after um, I graduated with my master's and it was after this overachiever phase I just mentioned. So I'm going to rewind a a little bit to kind of give you the scene that I realized like we're all pretty much going to relate to and you're all going to have the same idea of story of your own. Um, So all my life I've been pretty run-of-the-mill unless you ask my mom my mom will think I am the best thing in the entire world um and she's always made me feel like I'm unstoppable but like as far as grades go my grades were above average A's B's um I did some activities based on whatever age level I was in and what I can do and I was always social I always had friends but I wasn't winning insane amounts of honors or honor code or all this stuff like I'd win like the niceness awards and like stuff like that when I was younger but like 
I never really went on Dean's lists or anything like that. I get, like, the little honors, which, like, big deal, I guess. But, like, it was just little honors, like, saying that you're, it was a factual thing. Your grade point fell between this, so this is the honor you get. Um, so I, I definitely want a few, but it pales in comparison to the overachievers. And I know we all have an overachiever we could think of that always had to be the best, always had to do the best, would cry if they got a 99 on a test, always had to be amazing. So like, I was like, cool, you care that much. Like I care and I want to do well, but like, I don't need everything perfect. So like, when college came around, I was told pick something that made good money. Um, that was the way my parents wanted to do it. Um, my dad and my mom worked very hard to save up to put me through college. And my dad, quote unquote, didn't want it wasted on something that wouldn't make money. Okay. So I'm 18. I'm presented with, I think he gave me five options for a major. I picked accounting. I'm really good at numbers and I find it oddly fun. And I love Excel spreadsheets. Um, and I realized when it comes down to the end of the day, it's interesting enough. My dad said to not get like a job I'd have to work in the sun for or anything like that. He said, get a job that's interesting enough. So that's what I did. Walked in the doors of college, my high school 3.7 decent honors GPA turned to a surviving 3.4 and yeah, no honors, no even scent of overachieving. I did, as I said, good enough, but, um, there was always someone better and like my professors were helpful in college. Like they were great. I had a great relationship with them. But I felt like they thought exactly how I felt inside, that I was average. So, like, the people that were running after internships and doing all these things, like, it wasn't me. Um, I definitely had, was a late bloomer to it because I um, studied abroad when, like, people should be having internships. Um, but I I came back and my senior year, by the time I graduated, I only had one internship. Some people had, like, three. Or they had, like, three years at one internship when I just had one year at an internship um by the time I graduated my bachelor's however this was when my growth of an to an overachiever happened (laughs) um so I set myself up on a path to see how well I could do I wanted to challenge myself with possibility and I wanted to push myself to see if this overachiever shit was worth the hype I want to tell you it was I think it was, like, some sort of, like, high. It was this feeling that, like, even now being out of it, like, I I miss. I miss wowing people. I miss proving people wrong. I miss, like, doing all this great stuff. But I definitely think the coming down from it is what led to this imposter syndrome. Like, or even just being in it because I was like, I can do this. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So let me share with you what I did. I graduated college with my bachelor's in May of 2019, and at the time, I accepted an internship at a really large insurance company in their accounts receivable department to work full-time in the summer and part-time in the fall. Um, At that point, I had already accepted an audit internship um, at a regional firm part-time in the fall, so I would work two to three days at each for the fall, Um, and the audit um firm like had Saturday working days so I could work essentially six days a week if I wanted to I don't remember if I did but anyways um I was also enrolled in an MBA program with a certificate that was extra work for in cybersecurity for full time so I worked 40 30 I'd say 36 to 40 hours um I did grad school full time 
I was recently single. Um, I went to the gym five times a week. I went out every day of the weekend. I casually dated and I even drove to New York from Rhode Island every other weekend to check on my parents as they were going through a divorce and to check on my sugar gliders that my dad had. So like, that was a lot. I remember like, while I was interning over the summer, my mentor, who is still one of the people that I hold in the highest regard, she's absolutely wonderful. And like, I view her word as something very important. And I pay attention to when she speaks because I carry a lot of things she said with me. Um, but so she was sitting with me and she was, she was worried about me. She was like, I worry that like you signed yourself up for a lot. And like, no matter what, like she had known, like that summer, my parents had broken up. I had ended an engagement. Um, like there was a lot going on. She's like, I worry about you. Like, I want to make sure that like, you're not setting yourself up for failure. And it was intended in the best possible way, but I heard her and I heard my mom when I told her about the internships six months before that. And when I told everyone, they were like, whoa, can you do that? Whoa, that's insane. I just wanted to do it to prove everyone wrong. I wanted to do it so that on interviews and at things, I could say, look at how hard I worked. I wanted to show that off. And I wanted to prove everyone wrong that I can do all this and be fantastic. And do you know what? I graduated with a 3.9 GPA and a job offer from both internships I had. I even ended up being recruited, um, like handpicked for um, a big four accounting firm, which like I didn't even apply. They invited me to apply and I like pretty much instantly got the job, um, which is apparently very rare. So like big four is a really big thing in the accounting world and I didn't even ask for it. Um, so I wrote everything off as, oh, this is easy or um, yeah, I did that. So what? You know, like I was... I was so, like, content with it because I was like, yeah, I'm active, I'm busy, I'm, like, doing all the stuff I felt so important. People were excited to see me every day. Like, my personality, like, blossomed and it was so fun and, like, (laughs) it was really nice. So maybe I get it, but, like, I also wasn't hard on myself. I just said I'm living life the way I want to and the way I want to is to be the best at what I'm doing. So, like, if I made a mistake, I wasn't, like, crying on the floor about it. But if I did well, I said, okay, yeah, I knew that. So I almost got, like, a weird sense of confidence, too. But, like, if you saw a loved one doing this, like, you full well know that you would be over there cheering as loud as you can. But, like, when it's us, it's like, oh, whatever. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, my fiancé just got a pay raise today. And, like, I'm trying to plan something special and, like, be excited. But, like, they're just like, whatever. And I'm like, we full know, well, if it was me, they'd want to throw a party. So, you know, it's just, it's so easy to ignore these, like, great things when it's about us. But, yeah, so that happened. I graduated. I ended up at the big fancy company, um, which, of course, was not for me. A place like that was designed for constant overachievers. I was a newbie, um, and I definitely felt out of place. I definitely was, like, viewed as, like, the odd one out or, like, was this nepotism or like how did she get an offer um kind of thing because I was not I think that's when it became clear to me that I was not an overachiever um an imposter syndrome was definitely there because I was like all these people are known overachievers they are like top schools top this top GPAs all these things and I was like this is this is not me so in the course of getting that job leaving for another job and then leaving for another job, um, I ended up at the place of my internship and where my mentor works. Um, (laughs) 
I, by the time I got there, I lost track of how great I really was. And I definitely, like, even I mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, having imposter syndrome there because I was like, they're fo- they're seeing my work from like three years ago and holding on to that. And I was like, yeah, but I do the exact same work now. <laughs> um, so like, I think, so I, I think the like emphasis is like getting a degree, no matter what degree it's a, or what genre of degree, if that's a thing is a big deal. Like, think about how many hours you were spent studying, how many hours you spent on projects, how many early mornings, late nights, things you sacrificed for this job, for this degree. Like, when you go to work, you are working in your field. So I think this is how I'm debunking um, this imposter syndrome. Like, you go into your field and you are most likely the newest person there in that job um, that understands it. So, yeah, you're not going to be the smartest one in the room in that sense. Um, and it's not easy to everyone. Um, like you've earned this degree, you've been told that you have an understanding in it and like, but it just feels like just general knowledge to you. Like I go talk to accountants all day and I learn something new or I'm like, oh my gosh, like, am I this dumb? Like, how do I not understand this? Um, or like it just, the imposter syndrome sinks in, but like if you went home and you and your partner or you and your friend shared what you did every day and like try to have them replicate it. I bet you they would struggle as long as they're not in the same field as you. Um, let me preface that. So like, I think where that's where the seeds planted, like we often are surrounded by people we work with. So at work, I'm surrounded by all accountants, um, friends, like most of your friends you meet in college probably have the same degree as you. So if you talk to them, they may know what's going on. Um, same if you met your partner or in the same field or if you work with, like, parents or whatever. Like, you're going to be around people that have the same skill set as you. But if you go, like, my fiancé, um, they install, um, like, custom fish tanks and, like, work on the maintenance and stuff like that. So, like, when they talk about all these filter parts and really smart things that they use and that they need, like, I'm blown away and I don't understand it. But, like, when... I start telling them about my day and these things I have to do, like, they don't understand and they are blown away by what I do. So, like, I get that, like, not everyone wants to bring shop home. Um, (laughs) But, like, I think it's worth having that conversation with someone you love that's not in the same field as you and walk through your workday, have them walk through their workday. Like, I think that's what we all need to, like, create the balance of, no, I'm actually doing this. Like, I actually worked really hard for this. Um... And you have knowledge that may be general knowledge to you, but is groundbreaking to other people. So, like, I just want to let you know, it's there. Whatever job you're at right now, you don't need to feel qualified. Like, you don't need to feel underqualified. Like, you earned it. And, like, you deserve where you are. Um, And hopefully the little, like, debunking I had mentioned, like is the cure for this because I'm definitely going to try it out because it's so hard to just think you don't deserve to be where you are when you really, really do. So until next time, I hope you and your loved ones have a really great week.